You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al Jerry. Uh, it is Wednesday. I'm Jerry. He's Al over there. And just for the moment, Al's in the control room making sure he's rolling. And he is. We have success. And we can begin the podcast just like that. What's up there, boom time? I don't know why I always think I'm not rolling. It's because a weird you do thing. It so we, I'll tell you why. It's kind of like me with the alarm clock in the morning. It's a habit. Before you come in here, you hit record. You come in, you sit down. It's out of your mind. And then we go to start. And you're like, God. I think I hit it, but if I didn't, the next 15 or 20 minutes is going to be a big waste of time. Right, because it's so automatic. They say that happens when you're driving uh, to or from work uh, somewhere that you drive often that you think, how did I get here? Yes. I don't remember making any of the turns. And that is a scary thought because it's happened to me numerous times where I'll get to the driveway, thankfully, and I'll be like, I don't remember the drive right. at all. Especially like, uh, I don't know if you still drive a stick shift. I don't anymore. But even when you're driving stick shifts, and, and that's what I'm hoping. Like when I practice playing the piano, I hope to one day get to that where I'm doing it without thinking about it. I think that's how you become an expert at something. Do you think, I had this conversation with a friend of mine a long time ago. He was into music and he wanted to become a drum, a drummer. And he just never, I don't know that he ever put enough time into it. But he was of the belief, I don't have the natural ability, so why am I wasting my time? And I always said, I get natural ability, but there's also a learned ability. The harder you work at something, you can become great at it. And we literally argued about it for a half hour. Do you believe that you could become a learned pianist? Yes. Uh, You do, right? I do. Do you think you could ever become as good as, no, that's not a that's Like a, not, a natural pianist? I guess my question would be what you were just kind of alluding to. Do you think you'll ever get to the point where you can just play the piano without thinking? Um, I don't think so. You don't? No, because I don't think, I think uh, the work it requires, I'm not putting into it. I'm putting in enough where I feel like if I saw a piano somewhere, I could sit down and play something. But you could not sit down and play anything. Right. Interesting. So you do think there's something to the fact that God-given talent, or as Eddie would say, a scientific talent that you have, um, that just some people are more apt to do something than others aren't. Just like I think uh, I could, when I was younger, if I practiced being a quarterback over and over again, there are certain people that have the natural quarterbacking abilities. So the real real shame, Jerry, is in the people that have the natural ability that waste it or will not put any effort the thing I don't understand with musicians and people who uh, know how to play guitar or piano by ear, as they say, right, and they make a career out of it, they to think that they don't even think to learn how to read music. Why wouldn't you, if you have free time and that is your career, Sure. why wouldn't you 
learn to read music. Because they don't think they have to. Yeah. That's I mean, that's the answer. Do you agree with this whole idea, the 10,000 hours theory? Where you, uh, that you are an expert of something after... Yeah, if you do something for 10,000 hours. So you've done 10,000 hours worth of updates, probably. I would say probably so. So you are now an update, sports update expert. You've done 10,000 hours of play-by-play, perhaps? No. You I, haven't. I don't know about that. I've I done, wonder how many you've done. If well, you do, I mean, I could tell you right now, I've done, you know, 100, let's see, 10 years. I've done 100 Columbia football games. Okay, so those are what, four hours long? Yeah, you're probably four hours long on that. So it's only 400 hours. That's, oh. <laughs> Think about 10,000 hours. And basketball-wise, if I've done 30 a, a year on average for 10 years, that's 300 games. Oh. For two and a half, for two hours, that's only twelve hundred. No, I haven't come anywhere and near ten thousand. And here, I thought I was talking to a play-by-play expert. You know all what these I years. wonder? I wonder playing. Here's where here's where I'll debunk that theory. The ten thousand hour yeah. theory. I don't know how many hours I've played golf for, but there was a time where I for three years I was playing five days a week, for probably eight or nine months out of the year. It was right before the the two or three years prior to my oldest son being born. I played a lot. I got better at it. By, there's no question I got better at it. And right now, I'm probably, and I haven't played in a year and a half, anyway, I don't play anymore. But um, I'm probably, if I went and played now, I'd probably be 15 to 20 shots worse now than I was back in 2000, the summer of 04, when I was at that peak. I was no expert. I was a average to below average, you know, recreational player. Even though you may have put in 10,000 hours. Yes. So I think for certain things, that's probably true for other... I'm not trying to be funny. 10,000 hours of sex, you're going to nail it every time. Would you agree you with would that? Be an, you would be an expert, How could you, you not be? Right? I suppose. 10,000 hours of driving. How could you not be yes. an expert? 10,000 hours of whatever, writing. Do, do pilots need 10,000 hours you know, before they, they go in the air? The problem is, think about how many hours 10,000 hours is. It's a lot. It's 10,000. <laughs> Even if you did 1,000 hours a week, Jerry. Well, you can't be- do 1,000 hours a week. There's not a thousand hours in a week. Oh, you could do a thousand hours a month, I suppose. Uh, not really. No, you couldn't. You can only do seven hundred and something. What's twenty-four hours times seven. I don't know, but twenty-four times ten is two forty. Oh, so it's a lot of you so need a lot of seven hundred and twenty hours of... in a month, basically. Oh, so think about what a thousand hours is. It's a lot. So yes, I would say that probably would hold for a lot of things, but not everything. Hmm. Not everything. Here's something I would like to bring up, Jerry. It's called. Uh, I have this under the category of repeating. You know how, like, everybody busts uh, Mike's balls in the yes. afternoon because he, he tends to repeat himself? Yeah, sure. He'll say something, he'll say it again, he'll do it another right, way. The art of repeating. The art of repeating. Right. I find, and I have un- the unfortunate task of screening the phone calls here. Right. And I find that the reason why almost everybody that calls me does the repeating, it's because when you ha- my theory is if you have a short amount of information to relay to somebody... Saying it once, the conversation feels naturally too short. Okay. So they repeat it. And I've now, I've started entertaining myself while screening the phone calls to see, I let people go on and on. I used to get annoyed and just go, yeah, I get it. And I would repeat back to them what they said. Now I actually entertain myself by seeing how many times (laughs) someone will repeat themselves. Perfect example was this morning, uh, the Boomer and Craig are talking about a song from, I guess, the 80s called A-E-I-O-U. Right, which we've played before. Which we played before, but I, at the time, I couldn't remember who did the song. Turned out a group named Freeze okay. did the song. 
So, of course, I got calls to tell me that the group was freeze. Now, that phone call should simply go, hey, you guys were looking for who sang AEIOU. It was the group freeze. Great. Thank you. End of story. Have a nice day. It never goes that way. Because it's too short of information, my theory. Right. Now so, I got to find out how they remembered, right? Right. So, no, they'll they'll just repeat. They'll go, hey, Boomer and Craig are talking about that song, AEIU. It was by the group Freeze. I'd be like, great, got it. Yeah, because they couldn't remember, but it was a group called Freeze. <laughs> they did AEIU. It was a song from the 80s by a group Freeze. Look it up. Like, yes, 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 got it. What I don't understand is why you allow yourself to get angry. I can't help just it. Just hang up the phone. I can't Dude, help hey, it. I really appreciate it, man. Have a great day. Hang up. I'll normally go like this. As soon as they start this sentence, I go, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. You're like going for punishment. Yes. There's there's a weird part of you that enjoys it. Yes. For example, Jerry, if they said to me, uh, we're going to bring in somebody just to screen the phone calls for you. Take that off your plate. I would not want that. You wouldn't As be much as I hate screening you li- the phone calls. This is interesting, as I feel like Dr. Phil right now. You like confrontation, except you don't like physical confrontation. Right. Like behind the phone. You're a tough guy. I'm a tough guy. Twitter, tough guy. Tough guy. I used to be a tough guy in my car. Then I saw a couple YouTube videos where at the stoplight people just get out and smash your face in. Not a good idea. Yeah. But I also like the idea of being able to control which callers get on and which ones do not. And I feel like if I handed that over to somebody... Terrible, well, listen, terrible calls get on. They do get on. But I have more control over it. And and if calls are going to be a part of the show, I want to have that control over those callers. When I was doing overnights as a board op, yeah. part of my deal was I had to also work Saturday mornings, 6 to noon. Really, it was great for the sleeping patterns, by the way. <laughs> so you slept, oh, you worked horrible. the overnight shift I during worked, the week? Yeah, I worked 11 p.m. with Joe Beningo. To five, I was out the door at five thirty when the IMIS tape program came on when Charles would do the news, and then I'd have to come back at six a.m. on Saturday, and I work six to noon. And part of that shift was Chris Russo from ten to noon, and a lot of times the producer would come in for the ten o'clock start, but from six to ten you're by yourself with Richard Near, and that was fine. I had a good. Uh, good he was here or on the ISD. He was here line. at the time. I mean, Richard right. came in still, and so I think, and I don't remember. I think he was in. There was one day, I can't think of his last name, Mike something or another, called me up. He was out late the night before, and he was in traffic because he got up late. Can you just handle Chris's show for the first hour? That's fine. I've been handling it all morning. I can do it. And, like, the first couple of calls, like, I'm screening these guys. I'm having conversation with them. We're talking about whatever the Mets last night, and the guy's giving me details. He wants to go over. This is right up Chris's alley. And then Chris, you know, takes the call, and he brings the guy on, and the guy's like, you know, Hey, Chris, how you doing? Uh, So, you know, I want to take my daughter to a college basketball game. I'm thinking I should probably take her to a women's game, but maybe St. John's. I'm not really sure. Any thoughts on that? And he starts screaming at me in the talkback. How do you let this guy on? Dude, that's not what he called until what do you want me to do? Right. It's a tough spot as a producer. So I understand not wanting to get rid of the control, but geez, you never know what these guys are going to say. Yeah. Also, yeah, people, they sometimes they panic when they get actually on the air or they forget what they were going to say. That's fair. Or they tell you, that's why a lot of times I'll cut somebody off as soon as I know they're going to be okay on the air as they're starting to tell me their story. I'll go, I'm good. Hang on. I don't want them to, otherwise they... They might say something hilarious to me and then have the worst delivery of that line right. when they get on the air. So you want it to be fresh. 
I would rather it be fresh because I know they can't handle being fresh to me and then being a have a fresh take on the air. So you're as saying well. they can't repeat it. They're not good at as much as they're good at repeating telling me what they want to say. That was IOU by Freeze. Right. They're not good at having the same passion sometimes as they when they reach me screening the call versus getting onto the radio. Are you a good storyteller? I don't think so. You ever wonder, like, the art of telling us, like, Craig is tremendous at recalling facts and little moments of a story, and right. the way he relays it. Yes. And I'll hear something, and then I'll try and tell it to someone, and it's amazing how I, I don't understand how my mind doesn't want to relay it to my mouth. Right. <laughs> and it doesn't come out the same way, or you forget all those little details that are so important. Like, everyone says to me, Iron Eagle's the best storyteller, that if you have a story, have Iron Eagle tell it for you. So he's like the Vin Scully of this yeah, generation. Yeah, storytelling. Interesting. I did just read a thing of uh, that women find great storytellers more attractive. So even if you're an ugly guy, if you can spin a yarn, Jerry, you can tell a hilarious story and be a good storyteller, women find that attractive. It makes a lot of sense, though, because you're holding their attention. Yes. I found this the first time I found this in my life. I was in graduate school. Talk about being a late bloomer. Right. I was in graduate school, and I had to do a presentation uh, in one of my graduate classes, and there was a uh, gal sitting in the front row who was very attractive. In fact, I thought she was on the local Indiana news. Wow. And she was just looking at me with the look of love. After my presentation, she asked me on a date. How about that? Solely because I had control of that room. So once... You were able to tell a, tor- tell a story right. and take control. Right. Jerry, when I was up there in front of that classroom taking control, that's what people like. Now, one aspect in your life where you take full control, Jerry, and people look up to you, it's when you're coaching Little League. <laughs> that's, oh, you finally know that I actually coach Little League. Yeah, for you with your two sons. Yeah. See, now we're making progress. You have, um, and by the way, they're in multiple Little Leagues. Yeah, I You're yes. coaching most of these Little uh, League I am. Teams. I'm the head coach of two teams, one for each of them, and then I help assist on a couple of other teams as well. You also appear to be head groundskeeper at some of these teams. I see you raking fields on the <laughs> so, Twitter. We were on Saturday, yeah. yes, trying to get the fields ready for Sunday. But you know what? It has been a challenging spring because mm-hmm. we have so much damn rain, but right. we've had Team Snap to get through. If you have this issue... Team we, Snap stops the rain. Is your... No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Team Snap does not stop the rain. Okay. I mean, I know Cree was it who, who sung Who Stops the Rain? Was that Creedence Crewwater Revival? That's right, Jerry. Who, sto- who will stop Team the rain? Team Snap yeah. is not going to stop the rain. They won't. But what Team Snap will help you do is get you through the rainy period and the rainy season because you've got so many makeups and postponements and rescheduling and you got practices and now we're playing at this field instead of that field and blah, 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 blah. Team Snap, if you're a coach, Go out and get it. Make make your life easy. Just organize your team and your season. Do me a favor and write this down as an idea for a business. Create an app where no, you no. can stop the rain. No, no, that would think, be awesome. I think Bruce Almighty tried that, didn't he, in that movie with Jim Carrey? He built the ark and then tried oh, to stop right. the rain. I don't think that he did not stop work. the rain. Uh, I love the app idea. Right. So instead of trying to get or build an app to stop the rain, why don't mm-hmm. you just go get Team Snap? Okay. And organize your team. And how about this? You get a season for free. You don't need a credit card. Don't be an idiot. Go to TeamSnap.com. What's the what's the code there, Al? Uh, it's TeamSnap.com slash postgame. I would just use that code on every website you go to. I happen to agree with you. I think it works almost everywhere. WFAN.com slash postgame. Right. Let's see what we got. Just do it. 
I like everywhere. Teamsnap.com slash postgame. Jerry, we always love a new dating website. You know, there's plenty of regular dating websites. There's like a match.com and sure. there's a plenty of fish and there's a plenty of fish. Plenty of fish. Sorry. Isn't that a restaurant? Uh, no. Plenty of fish is uh That's a dating website? It's a dating website. Because you get it, Jerry, there's plenty of fish in the sea. That was so cheesy, though. Uh, there's OkCupid okay is another one. There's uh, eHarmony. I've heard of eHarmony because someone I know got married based on a date from eHarmony. Really? Yes. Uh, we've seen uh, more specific ones like a FarmersOnly.com <laughs> for people who date uh, farmers. I have seen that. Uh, there's one for older people that are over over 50 years old. Okay, that's nice. Uh, here's, a, here's one, Jerry, that's all about... The current uh, political climate. Now, I don't know where you fall on this. It doesn't really matter, Jerry, but uh, some people are upset that Donald Trump may be the next president. Yep. So you'll you'll see those people on social media that are saying, I am going to leave the country if no, Donald Trump becomes president. No, they're not. I'm not saying that, but you idiots on your Facebook page 100% are saying like, that. You know what, then? Let's see it. Oh, I would love if everyone Let's left the, we'll the country. See you. Goodbye. Go find somewhere else to Imagine the parking here in New York City, how much better it would be. <laughs> but anyway, Jerry, uh, there's a company that's taking advantage of this, of where, where people will be leaving the country if Trump becomes president. And most people will go just go to Canada because that's almost like the United States. Yes, I would agree. Very similar. Yep. Do you even need a passport to go there? Yeah, it's another country. Oh, it is it's another Canada. country. Canada. Yes. But they will let most of us in. Yeah, with a passport. With a passport. I don't think that's a great question. I don't think you can just start driving to Canada. You're, At you're some going, point, you're someone crossing will the border. Want, right. You can't just drive to Mexico without that's passport. True. You can't go to Canada without passport. What about Alaska? Alaska is the United States, you knucklehead. So you don't need a passport. No. All right. You don't need to. By the way, you don't need one for Puerto Rico. See, that doesn't seem it's right. U.S. territory. Why not make it a state? I've thought Puerto the Rico. same thing for a very long time. I don't know the. I don't know why they don't. Or Hawaii and Alaska should be territories since they're not connected to well, us. Hawaii is part of us, too. Yeah, but it's not really connected. So this Neither w- is Key West. That's true. Should that count as uh, <laughs> part of the U.S., or should that be a By territory? Hawaii, neither is the island we're on right now. Mm, I think connecting via tunnels and bridges. Well, how do you think you get to Key West? That I don't know. A bridge. Well, that's that really long yes. bridge. Yeah. Yeah, that the thing with going to Key West, <laughs> first of all, you have to get to Miami. And then from there, it's like an eight-hour drive. It's not eight hours. It's not? No, it's not eight hours. It seems so long. You're making it seem like Key West is 600 miles from Miami. <laughs> That's not true. Oh, but it's a little bit of a drive. It's a drive, yes. Two hours, probably. So, Jerry, this uh, is a dating website called Maple Match. Maple Match. Maple Match. Right. They are trying to match up a romantic couples between... Those currently in the U.S. and those people living in Canada. Oh, come on. Who are looking for dates who might be interested in an American who's fleeing the country if Donald Trump becomes president. You know what? If this actually makes it, I give up. <laughs> I mean, Ma- rent a grandma Jerry. and maple date. I love my, my favorite thing whenever I tell you these stories of these Fugazi companies is what I tell you, like their CEO name. Like there's a guy who's the CEO. 
His name is Joe Goldman. He says response has been, Jerry, quote, staggering. Of course it has been. We've seen immense traffic on our site over the last few days, and signups have surpassed our expectations. Right. You know you know where the signups come from? Yes. Desperate men who will drive nine <laughs> hours just to have a night of sex. At this time, Jerry, they're currently there's currently a waiting list among users. Right, because they can't find enough people. And they're going to begin matching people up very soon. Oh, boy. They're using the slogan, check this out, Jerry, make dating great again. Because Donald you know, Trump. I get what they're doing, oh, yes. He doesn't make America. Make America great again. Right, this I, is make I, dating I great again. Yeah, oh boy. Yeah. All right, well, we'll see. Good luck to Joe Waldman or whatever his name is. I couldn't is. imagine anything going on in the U.S. wherein I would think to flee to another country. There's no better country than the United States. There is States. not a better country Everyone in the world. Everyone comes here. Right. Everybody flees where they are. Now, right, I have heard, there. I will say, I've heard some really good things about Canada. Yes. About living there. Now, I've uh, a friend of mine, friend of mine's cousin lives in, I want to say Toronto. I'm pretty sure Toronto. This is very Americanized, not like Montreal, which is more French speaking. Yeah, it's just a little different. We actually feel like you're in a, in parts, you feel like you're in a different country. Toronto, from uh, my buddy says anyway, he's been there for weddings and, and family events. You feel like you're in America. And he, he loves it, but I don't know. I've never been there. I'd like to go see. I'd love to go see, you know, when you talk about hockey, I'd love to go see an Oilers game or, or a Maple Leafs game, Canadians game, but I've never uh, made that trek up there, nor do I think I'm going to anytime soon. I always thought when I was, like, in high school and I was worried about the draft, I sure. always thought, well, I could flee to Canada. Yeah. Because I, mean, I was in no shape to be drafted, Jerry. A lot of men weren't. Yeah. And yet they had to do what they had to do. Uh, yeah, so and some I, did flee. Yeah, I thought about fleeing. Right, but at that time you we were talking the late 1980s. Well, we were what? we were attacking. Oh, Gaddafi was a being. Yeah, a pain but in I the don't ass think there was then. any talk of a draft. Oh no, because we just went in and bombed them. Right. I remember when we asked. I don't know if you remember this, Jerry, but France wouldn't let us use their airspace. I don't remember that. Yeah, so there was a big thing back then, Jerry, where France was not going to allow our planes to fly overhead to get to Gaddafi quicker. Well, they're probably worried about what Gaddafi would do in retaliation to them. So we accidentally bombed one of their... <laughs> we accidentally hit one of their buildings as an accident. As an accident? I think that was an accident. I don't remember that. Yeah. Very I remember that from high school. And, Jerry, I need to... Um, Correct myself, yesterday we were talking about the Andre the Giant movie that was yeah. coming out, and I called the film a biopic. Yeah, I let that go. <laughs> I didn't think that was right. <laughs> Turns out it's a biopic, a biography, Got biopic. It. I didn't know the right Not. answer. <laughs> I didn't think a biopic or whatever the hell you called it was right, but who the hell am I to correct you? I'll just let it go. And I didn't know if you were being funny or not. No, I was not Because you to did be funny. pause. I did. Biopic, I said. Right. It's a biopic. That made sense. When, when I saw that come across on Twitter, I thought, wow, how stupid am I? Hey, really? I'm nuts. That is dumb. By the way, can I throw out one stat? Yes. The Mets are four and eight when they don't hit a home run. Is that four right? Four and eight, 16 and four when they do. What does that tell you? They like oh, the home run ball, Jerry. And they don't win when they don't hit them. That's true. That's it on that. You have a great one. All right, Jerry. See, See you. It's the Boring Carton Post Game Show. With the real stars of the show. Alan Jerry. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.